Hello, welcome back to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Klusterman, and I am joined once again by Justin Gracie. Justin, thanks for jumping on today. Yeah, good to see you again. Yeah. Um, so if you didn't listen to Monday's episode, definitely go back and do that. We talk all about HubSpot products and uh, what we were really excited about in 2022. Um, some really great insight there from Justin. Uh, today it's going to be a little different, but before we jump into that, uh, last time I called out something from your LinkedIn, it was a trip to Patagonia, a uh, great mountain picture you had on your LinkedIn header. Um, I also wanted to call out, you have a golden doodle. Did I read that correctly? Yeah, you're hitting at all my favorite things right now. Yeah. T- tell me all about this golden doodle. <laughs> oh man, I could spend the whole podcast on that, but I won't. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've had, uh, my golden doodle, um, Layla, uh, for seven years now. Uh, she is just the best. She's like the most loving dog. She used to go on big hikes with me and going mountain biking with me, but uh, she had an ACL injury a couple Aww. years ago. So she is kind of like out of commission on that part now. <laughs> oh, that's so cute though. Um, and I asked because I love, I don't know if you can see, I have like a golden retriever calendar in my background. I have some like pictures of my golden retriever over there. Um, and her name's Lila. So very similar to Layla. <laughs> they'd be friends for sure. Definitely. (laughs) Well, okay. Getting back to the question of the day, we're going to talk about, um, what are the best practices for sales and marketing alignment? So we've talked about this quite a bit on our podcast actually, but I always like getting a fresh perspective. Um, and so for someone like you, you've had a ton of experience. I mean, I was all over your LinkedIn recently. So (laughs) like, um, I'm really interested to see your take on this. So can we just start there where in your own words, can you explain uh sales and marketing alignment i'll give you like a hot take instead of a definition oh yeah i love that (laughs) really i I think it's marketing or uh yeah sales marketing alignment um just comes down to like when reps sales reps just don't despise the marketing team they actually love the marketing team and appreciate like what they're doing to help them um and on like the marketer side it's it's really when uh, the marketing team is able to drive impact through revenue and actually be able to point to what they've done to help that sales team sell what they're selling um, instead of just kind of guessing at it. With that marketing alignment, um, I think it's somewhat obvious why it's important. I mean, but, but sometimes not. So can, can you touch on that? Like how much value should companies put on this relationship between their sales and marketing teams? Yeah, I, I think if I were to go back, um, like earlier in my career, um, I felt some of this where like there wasn't that alignment and it was like there's the sales team and there's the marketing team and marketing is doing their thing. We don't really understand what they're doing. They're doing like some artwork out there <laughs> and the sales team, at least from some of the, the orgs that I've been a part of, um, didn't always appreciate and look up to the marketing team as adding value to what they're doing, like sales teams out there grinding, selling, uh, closing deals. And they're like, oh yeah, like what's marketing doing? Just sitting back, having a, a you know, a beer. We wish, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I think recently I've, I think that's like, for me, it seems to have gone away a lot. Um, so I'm kind of like going off on a tangent here, but I think we've come a long way with sales marketing alignment, um, you know, back to when, you know, HubSpot even coined that term marketing and started making this push and why this is important. Um, so you're starting to see uh, new teams pop up like revenue marketing, uh, which is one that we actually have at HubSpot now, 
uh, that is like a marketing team that is completely aligned with the sales team. They're basically part of the sales team um, and they're focused on just helping influence deals. Um, but back to your point or question about like why it's important, um, like probably like the simplest just like scenario to like call it out is like think about if your marketing team is investing hundreds or thousands of dollars in advertising and on a campaign. So like pay-per-clip, uh, digital, podcasting, uh, maybe they just launched like some new conversion paths on the website and they're really focused on driving small businesses um, to the website and converting. But the sales team is focused on selling upmarket, larger businesses, mid-market um, accounts and you know, that that's misalignment. They're looking at the different uh, segments. Uh, they're going after the wrong things um, separately. And so that's just, that's just not great if marketing is bringing the wrong leads. Sales doesn't have any value from the marketing team. Um, so, like, that's, like, the, I think the simplest way to look at it is neither team is getting the value. Neither team is having an impact. Um, Sounds like a, a waste of money in a lot of scenarios. <laughs> Huge waste of money, and uh-huh. again, that you're probably answering that question better is like why it's important. Uh, <laughs> wasted money, yeah, and just thinking it through like the opportunity lost by not aligning with uh, the sales team or the marketing team um, for all the opportunity that like a marketing team could provide to that sales team, whether it's um, you know taking work off of a rep's to do list by automating through workflows and um, helping them help. You know, you see marketers now even more focused on the enablement side that there's like marketers that are doing sales enablement and creating those sequences. So all of that can create value to the sales team that then they look at the marketing team as a partner versus like a siloed group that they look down on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, And I'm glad to hear you kind of said at the beginning of that, that you think sales and marketing alignment has come I don't know if you said a long ways, but it's improved over at least what you've seen in your career. So could we get into some of the nitty gritty? What are like some of those best practices that you've seen been used or implemented that you think has aided that improvement? Or maybe what do you think still needs to be done to help that marketing um, alignment? Yeah, it's going to be interesting this year, um, to be honest, because what we're seeing right now in in the market is just like buyer behavior is changing completely. The way people buy completely changing, the way people sell is changing, the way people market, um, especially this year with um, budgets getting cut on marketing teams, sales teams having to produce more and marketing teams having to support them. So all of that. But uh, in terms of like best practices, um, it comes down to, for me, um, I'm a little bit biased because I work at HubSpot, a CRM <laughs> <That's> company, <okay. laughs> but having a the right platform uh, that can provide the visibility to both teams and, and give you that central view of the customer. Um, so not to be like a kind of like a billboard for HubSpot right now, but like having what, whatever platform you're using, as long as you're able to see that central view of the customer and all the interactions that they're having, that can really help with alignment so that that way the sales team is seeing, okay, like this prospect that I've been engaging with, I just saw that they interacted with a marketing campaign, they downloaded an ebook, they, you know, browsed these three web pages, they, um, you know, attended a webinar, like all these different things, and they can start to see the impact that marketing is having on progressing that prospect forward. 
Um, so that's just like one best practice is having the right system. Um, and then uh, one that like even we've deployed uh, last year at HubSpot um, on the marketing team was, you know, we're churning out a ton of content, uh, whether it's for prospects out there to go download um, and learn from, or if it's for like enablement purposes for the sales team to use, you know, if the sales team isn't aware and educated of what those things are that you're putting out in the market, then they're not equipped to have the conversation uh, with the prospect uh, when the time comes. Um, they're missing out on a ton of helpful content that they could be leveraging. So what we'd started doing was these like marketing showcases where we'd get in front of the sales team once a month the whole sales team would join and we would literally walk through all of the latest content that we've produced, all the latest enablement, how they use it, where it fits in the deal cycle. Um, so that's another way I think that you can form that partnership. Yeah. I love that one. That's a great tip. Yeah. So for other best practices, this one goes more so towards, I think like this marketing methodology or whatever framework that you want to call it. But like the end of the day, it comes down to shared goals between marketing and sales. Um, and that probably goes back to my point earlier of the example of like going at the wrong market segments, like having the right shared goals and understanding of what you're trying to go after. Um, mutual um, agreement on service level agreement. So like forming accountability around uh, both the sales team and the marketer on what their responsibilities are in partnership. And then strong communication. So to my point about um, that showcase, like making sure marketing is communicating what they're putting out there for sales and that sales is communicating to marketing on what they need uh, and adjusting as you go. And, and that's the last piece is like really optimizing as you're going. And that's only possible through collaboration. Uh, so if you're not interacting with your sales team or the sales team's not inter interacting and providing feedback to the marketing team, you can't optimize and improve. So if I had any advice for a marketer, I'd say go sit on the sales floor and, uh, you know, shadow some calls and understand what it's like to be a rep and what they need and, and, and start to become friends. Yeah, I think that's great advice and a great place to leave off. I did like that. It seemed like kind of a theme of a lot of those best practices are just like communication and collaboration, like you said, like being more open, having those conversations, um, asking what they need. And um, like you said, a, sh a shadowing a salesperson would probably be hugely beneficial if you have, haven't done that before. So, Yeah, and the more you can show value um, on the work that you're doing to help the sales team, the more they'll start to value you back. Yeah, get some of that appreciation. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I think we knocked this one out of the park. Um, Justin, thanks so much for having this conversation with me today. We'll have you on one more time this week, and we're going to talk about product marketing and sales enablement. So some more fun fun stuff in the pipeline. All right, looking forward to it. And thank you all for spending a few minutes with us. Please feel free to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya.